And welcome to episode three of the Whoa. podcast. <laughs> Your ho- oh my Whoa. god, Ben's being replaced. Yes, getting- yeah, oh, classic Joe just ramrod thinking classic he's Joe the star. Joe just like, oh, I'll do my this. Na- it's all my mine. My name's Joe. I think I'm the star in the face of this brand. <laughs> I just wanted the Ben being racist thing to be right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You're, don't that's worry. It, just- it will be. I don't yeah. edit this podcast at all. It just, I just Very publish true. it. Yeah, well, that's what happened with the last yeah. one is we just kind of started and then it, we just started talking about division. And yep. and then it just kind of, oh yeah, and then we just kind of went in. I liked it, personally. Yeah. Podcast Candid. intros are lame. We don't have music, so there's no point in doing an intro. Fuck, you just start. Yeah, no, it's it's hard because what do you, what do you edit right in Audacity? Yeah, yeah, fuck, what? yeah, fuck throwing a music track right up and then on and on there. That's just dumb. I mean, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be difficult. It'd be impossible. Uh, is kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I mean, I we agree. need a music track in the first place, which is never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So. It's podcast time, boys. Okay. Yeah, Joe, that is my recording. Thanks for doing that. That's a microphone. Testing, 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 testing. Are you here? All right. Let's just mute Joe and Ben and I can (laughs) chat about Electronic uh, Entertainment Entertainment Expo. Expo. Yeah, hell yeah. I had to remember what it was called for a minute there. Yeah, I'm done. Joe. Joe, just go. Just, just start. You, you just, I gotta, I, you've played 35 games in the last month because you have... I don't know what you're doing with your life, but you're playing a lot of games, making up for the rest of what us. Hell, That's man. good. Yeah, yeah, you, moved, That's you, good. you moved out of mummy and daddies, and now you're just playing your video <laughs> games all... What do you all, think I did before I moved? <laughs> just, I just did the same thing. It just hasn't been anything right. else. How for many a while. how many games have how many games have you actually played since we last recorded a podcast? I know you have a list. Yeah. Um I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, oh, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I'm joking, by the way. It's one, <laughs> okay, two, three, good. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's not much better. Alright. Moving on. How about Electronic Entertainment Expo, huh? I That's I understand yeah. why you're so mean. <laughs> Why are you so aggressive against me playing games? All right, Joe, Where start with the start from? with the worst game you played. Yeah. Ooh, do the that. worst game I played. Yeah. To be honest, out of the games I played recently, I was a little bit underwhelmed by my very short time with Planet Coaster. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I had a big affinity for the old Roller Coaster Tycoon games. I found mm-hmm. it really fun as a kid. And I played three hours of Planet Coaster on a live stream. And it just mm-hmm. it just did nothing. I just the, strangely got nothing out of it. The 3D piece is really unattractive. Like it's just it adds a layer of complexity that I don't think it that like a roller coaster tycoon game needs. I think the simplicity of of the two of like roller the OG roller coaster tycoon OG RC as I will be now referring to it. I think that's what kept it good. It, it's lost its edge. I don't know why I'm saying it's lost because it's not actually the same developers as Roller Coaster it, Tycoon. It, it's just the same it genre. Is the same, it's it's the same developer. Oh no, is it's it fron- really? It's Frontier. Yeah. <gasps> oh, they've same lost people their edge. that are there. Same people that are making that Jurassic World Evolution game that's out this month. So from what I can the, tell, uh, is I couldn't figure out a way to kill people in the game to make broken. What? Yeah, because you have to test every ride before it uh, allows yeah. people onto it. What? And I remember like. Some of the fun stuff in the old game is you can actually up the salt counter in the food so that uh, you would get higher <laughs> drink sales. It was like a bit of Hell corporate skiviness. Yeah, so good. I had them up to max without anyone saying a word. I had the prices yeah. up like 20 bucks a drink. It was dumb and good. Uh, none of that was anywhere. 
I didn't see anyone what? vomit either. I didn't see any vomit on the floor. It just was. Can like you at least like make a dead like a dead end on the track and have them just fly off? Not. I only paid three hours, but from what I could see, no, I couldn't find that. What is it, the point? It was just like really clean cut and lacking in edge and personality. I was just Ugh, like, that sucks. Oh, I don't know. There was just I don't, I don't know if it's just that which uh, equaled me just not really feeling it, but I was mm. just kind of like, eh. That's an important part of those games is the sort of fun charm of them and being able to fuck with things. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's an a, like it's that's a, it, the best part of the SimCity games. Yeah, it, it's it's an, you build your city and then destroy it. Yeah, that you're playing with an algorithm more so than like subjective, like, oh, what are the ethics? No, it's not about the ethics. It's about how, how far can I exploit this algorithm to just be out of this world dumb. Yeah, bit of a power fantasy. Like, I want to create a, a death machine for people to fall off and die. You should play Scream Ride on the Xbox One. I did, uh, all the way back. I remember yeah. that. That was all right, that, that was game. all right, yeah. That has, like, roller coaster building and, like, destruction physics-y things. That game was all right. <laughs> yes. I just remembered it existed as you were talking about But it's strange, coasters. because it, it looks really good. It's got some mm. good animations... There's like a small, very simple programming language where you can make certain props activate when like a carriage on a roller coaster is at X point to make some like theatrical stuff happen. And I, I just don't know what it was. It just didn't really do much for me. I was just like building roller coasters, researching yeah. more roller coasters. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I hope that... I hope that that Jurassic World game is good because it sounds. That's a and new looks... twist though on the format, so I have. Yeah, yeah, it's a different. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I have. And, I have and what's his name is Jeff Goldblum is the narrator of that game. So. Ooh. Oh, that's out. That's out next week. Oh no, it's an E3 release. That can be a bad sign sometimes. Oh, really? oh I hope it's good though. I don't know. Sometimes people put their games out during E3 <laughs> so that no one pays any attention to them. Oh. I hope it's good. And it's it a movie good. tie-in, so. It is, but that's why it's coming out, is because the movie's coming out yeah. at the same time. Well, so. I hope it's good. I do too, yeah. All right, okay. What was the second worst game yeah. you played? <laughs> <laughs> this is the interesting way of doing this. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. second worst game. This is hard because I like all these games. Oh, oh no. Okay. All right, what was your favorite yeah, what was of the them? the best one? The best game I've played has 100% been Polybridge. That is. Damn it, Polybridge is so. Oh, I'm so done at hearing Polybridge. You this, and your bridges that <laughs> fucking Polybridge. I never talk about Polybridge ever. Oh my god, we see. I know, I know, but you streamed like 40 hours, hours of, of Polybridge on the fucking Facebook. <laughs> I, I hope you haven't watched it. No, no, God, no. I've watched every second. Oh wow, Hard, hardcore fan. Yeah. No, I. Your uh, failure in level three, four was probably one of the deeper spiritual moments I've ever had. People are still talking about it. Yeah, yeah Polybridge is is an amazing game, and it would probably be better if I wasn't playing it on stream with people yelling at me. Oh, so but true. It's still so. It's the hardest game I've ever played. I think. <laughs> I think it is the hardest game I've ever played, and yeah, just the sure, like just sorry, the pure savagery of the physics and how brutal and unforgiving it gets is something that I just don't feel like was going to be in the game when I started playing it. Yeah. It's unrelenting, and it's really fun. I didn't think that I was going to like a bridge construction game, and it's been an absolute yeah. blast. I'm surprised by how much you ended up playing of it and how, continue to play of mm. it. Yeah, that game is so difficult. Vo voluntarily, yeah. 
Um, yeah, you weren't tricked into playing 60 hours of Polybridge. Yeah, the, the people liked <laughs> you did it. did it to yourself. And I am super stubborn, and I want to get through the end of it, and I it, will. Wow, it's only it's only $12. It, That's kind of amazing. It's yeah, a beautiful it's symbiosis of people wanting to root for you, but also simultaneously watch you suffer. And so it's, it's this knife edge of good entertainment. Oh, that game is, yeah, that game has really broken me down quite a few yes. times mentally. And you put it's like an hour into down, a design well. and then you finally realize, oh, it's not going to work at all. all right. Control A, delete. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. And yeah. I also, because of that, played Portal Bridge, which I won't talk about right. because it will likely come up in Minor Jameson's hit series review roulette. Right. Yeah, that is on the list. And mm-hmm. also because of that, I started going back into Besiege because yes. it's in the same yeah. vein of making stuff. Engineering. So I asked, I asked you this off air, if you will. Um, mm. Have had Besiege made any progress in the four years since it's been out? Because I played it uh, like right when it released on early access, which was January 2014, and then played it for like an hour and was like, "That's cool. I'll come back later." And now it's out of early access. Is it still like I, it? I don't think how is it's it? out of early access. Is it not? I don't oh, yeah, you're think right. so. No, you're right. It has another set of levels from when I first played it back in like 2015. Yeah, and I 2015 is when it released, you're right. maybe right a couple more levels after that. Yeah. Uh, a couple more mechanics. But apart from that, not a huge amount else, which I'm surprised about because usually when you come to these games like Polybridge and Besiege, the hard part for the developers <laughs> is to make the physics system... And then the levels yeah. are like you you drop a few things in here and give some parameter to the player to uh, achieve, mm-hmm. like kill the birds. Yeah. And for that level, you just have to put birds in. <laughs> so I don't know why it's taken them like three years to, to make the levels. The levels seem like the easy part of the game. But uh, there is a completely new set of levels and they're good. I had to do some flying vehicles today. And just huh. like Polybridge is brutally accurate to like real aerodynamics and I was just miserably failing for a long time and it's it's good but it's one of those games which piqued people's interest when it first came out and then has taken so long to complete that everyone's forgotten about it yeah that's like 90% of early access unfortunately yeah I think Uh, it's kind of the risk people take when they make good stuff and then release it early Mm. people play like like nine levels and then they're just like okay That's what I did. Yeah, like I, yeah, I played probably ninety minutes of it, if even, and was like, "That's neat." It's like Banjo Kazooie, except a little more realistic. Mm. I'll come back in a year when they've finished it. <laughs> uh, it's not three finished. years later, it's not finished. No, maybe it's just like one person making it. I don't know. Maybe, but, but it will be interesting. At when this it's point, out. yeah, there's um. There's a game... What's it called? Do you remember? You may not because you don't pay attention to car games. But Wreckfest, mm-hmm. which was a... Uh, it was that like really destruction-heavy racing game yes. that entered Early Access four years ago. Yeah. It's coming out of Early Access like this month or something. Wow. I'm curious to try that out. Remember? Yeah, that was the one with the fun Whoa. like physics sandbox this, in the... like. V- this game looks sick. Which one? Wreckfest? Yeah. 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 It's a cool game. Wow. But it's like, all right, it's coming out of early access. Oh, I'll have to check that out now. You know, that's one of those ones where it's... It spent I was over glad. four years in early access. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but it felt like an early access game when it came out. There was almost nothing to it. Yeah. 
but now I think they've got like a full campaign in it and that's cool and I'll come back to it and probably play some of it if it's good. This has uh, been like the weird Steam, year so. where stuff has yeah. finally started to come out. Subnautica. Uh, the Forest. The Forest, yeah. right? There was, there was like uh, this long list of stuff I played on my old YouTube Let's Play channel. Yeah. And it kind of felt like early access bait where the games were never going to be finished and they were really trying to capitalize on that YouTuber culture of getting those yeah. early purchases in. And then some of them have come out. Which is mm. really surprising. I beat Subnautica earlier this year, and mm -hmm. it's a bit rough around the edges. But you could there's a full campaign and some like theatrical stuff in it of quite high quality. Me and Ben. Yeah, Subnautica seemed like really fully fleshed yeah. out mm -hmm. from what I played of it. Yeah. Me and Ben beat The Forest recently on stream, which Man. was yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I expected to have a lot of systems. I did not expect them to be so symbiotic, and then to also lead you down a relatively deep um, story. Um, I do at feel least coming like, on the end. I do feel like it could have done with like six more months of polish. Yeah. Mm. If you're gonna sit in early access for like three years, you might as well just <laughs> yeah. go all the way. Because the yeah. forest is this weird blend of like really nice animations and lighting. And then just some really kind of rough edges. Mm -hmm. mm. And just some stuff that was just that, looks weird and when bad. Did that, oh, no. The, it, oh, shit. When did that come out into early? I think that was another 2014 Oof. game. Yeah, I was going to say 2014. The Steam page. Uh, oh, yeah. May 2014. Yeah. Wow. Years wow. ago. There were, a lot of, there were a lot of 2014 early access titles. Yeah. It's nice to see them starting to come out and, you know, some of them being pretty decent i guess even uh, if you think about it h1 just came just went into one point you're right back in january hey, yeah that. yeah that's true Fuck. daisy nowhere to be seen yeah. still yeah. forever in early access yeah. yeah fortnite br early access forever yeah. yeah you're right you're right why the hell is that God. in early access i i don't know it's a dead game know. it's a dead game yeah <laughs> early early access is weird it, uh, it is i don't know i i feel like i don't i i should just avoid early access stuff until it's out because yeah, I, try. I feel like when it comes out you know and it's like uh what was it the dwarf mining game what's that uh deep rock galactic yeah you know we played like two or three hours of that and it's like okay and then like i don't know if i'm ever going to remember to come back to that you know in two years when it's out of early access mm. uh i, I wish would. yeah i, I, I would play that know. tomorrow I'm not, <laughs> i don't know i'd play it tomorrow the game is fine. But I just mean, like, that's maybe not a good example because that game was actually pretty neat. Yeah, but, like, yeah. There's a lot of things that come out to early access. You buy it or you play it and you're like, wow, that's neat. And then you forget about it for like four years because it's not finished. Yeah. And you just sort of go in like, I'm going to play this again once it's done. And then you just sort of forget about it. Uh, I don't know how you get people's attention for the second time as well when it finally comes out. It's like 1.0, especially if you're something yeah. small like Besiege or The Forest. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what they. It's hard. How they it's go hard to that. sell a. It's hard to sell a 1.0 game. We have already revealed the concept. So like with Besiege, the concept yeah. is the building, and then how do yeah. you elevate from there with a 1.0? Other than yeah. oh, it's just a hundred more levels. It's like oh great, but the concept is the same. So why? I think. Do I care? I think the forest did a decent job of reminding people that it was coming out of early access like, i just saw I, it on the steam page like the front page of steam i was like what the hell is this doing here uh yeah i don't know i i <clears throat> maybe it's because i we've also gotten into vr and i saw that a headline of you know it's going right. to be vr i just feel like i heard a couple of headlines about it but yeah like the Wreckfest thing like i only know it's coming out of early access because i saw a news article saying 
it's coming out of early access. Like, I don't know. Yeah, getting people to come back to your game is pretty bloody difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, but back on is... yeah, back on the top. Pick up besiege. It's it's still back good. to the list. Yeah, still yeah. good. It just it just needs to be finished. Yeah. Like when you what start diving mean? into the flying stuff, which is very similar right. nuts and bolts. That's when it gets really fun. You start making machines which drive, and they have like flamethrowers on the top, and then they can like leap into the air and take down flying stuff. <laughs> it's kind of like the same with Polybridge. It's like when everything falls together after all your hard work and crafting. It's yeah. It can result in some magical moments. Mm-hmm. What do you think Besiege needs? Like you say, finish it. You know what? What do you think it needs to be? qualified or finished or 1.0 or whatever i don't know it's getting there yeah there's there's multiplayer in it now there's the sandbox stuff where you can uh create and share contraptions i just, just need like more and more levels yeah it's surprisingly little when it comes to the level front i think there's like yeah. 10 more since i played it in 2015 i think it needs Jesus. like i would expect it to be like banjo because you know nuts and bolts where it's like here are i don't even know 100 150 yeah. and they're just like basic challenges that get you to build these weird vehicles yeah, exactly. like I, the I don't know should, how that's difficult that should to be do. the basic bit I've, and, I'd feel. yeah and then beyond that there should be secondary challenge within the level or mm, yeah. something that warrants like a you beat the game like do it um, without this yeah or, or like yeah or like yeah. a new game plus mode where uh there's a secondary objective that you can't do unless you've beaten the game and unlocked like now it's the like one one but it's open. Like, you, then you can build anything yeah, you yeah. want and then have to try and conquer some of that. Yeah, that's a good I th- shout. I think the online... is it, So so when you say that there's multiplayer now in Besiege, are you saying that you have to cooperatively take out the town? Or to me, their best... Like, if this isn't the case, the best way to sell Besiege multiplayer is uh, literally battle bots. I actually don't know how it works because I haven't tried mm. it, but I do know that it's definitely in there. Right. It says it on like the front. BattleBots page. would be a fantastic BattleBots would do, do yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Just like build death machines yeah. and fight each other. That like, would be good. Yeah. That's, just, that, yeah. that's it. Like that's your. Two. I want to do that in nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of. No, it was more racing. It was more of a racing thing. So yeah, that's true. in nuts and bolts. Yeah, yeah. But you can get a, there are quite a few late late game unlocks that are like weapons. Oh like, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. weapons in nuts and bolts. Yeah. But you can't do like besiege is much more realistic in terms of like the engineering yeah. stuff that you can build I, I like, really you can like build how much the game more complex looks as well. yes yeah it's got a great look mm-hmm. yeah i wish it i don't know yeah but apart i'll from go back that, to that one day hopefully <laughs> when it comes out yeah uh, but apart from that i was craving some platforming goodness because i'm a hardcore platformer mm. fan so you so played I- ratchet and clank so I picked up... Don't bring up that game. That's a trigger for someone. I picked up Donkey Kong on the Switch. The new no. one that came out. Oh, yeah. What's that one? Tropical, Tropical Freeze. Freeze. Tropical Freeze. With Funky Kong. Yeah. That game is How actually... How is that game? It's actually really difficult. Yeah, I want, <laughs> In a oh, way yeah. which I oh, yeah. didn't okay. want. I played it on the Wii. I played it on the Wii <laughs> and it was very, very difficult. It's annoying. Like, I, I talked to Jameson about this last year when... All the platforms that came out from Crash Bandicoot to Snake Pass. Fucking Snake Pass. God damn it. <laughs> I just want to chill out with this genre. Yeah. This is why I played, like, yeah. this is why I went back at the beginning of the year and played both Mario Galaxies. I just want <laughs> the calm, easy mode platforming life. So That's why those Ratchet games are nice, is because <laughs> they're very laid back platforming adventure yeah. shooting game. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. nothing in those games is challenging. Yeah. So after I got pissed off at Donkey Kong. <laughs> I, I went exploring in PS Now because I've I've never yeah. really tried that service and I have good internet so 
I can actually finally test that out. And I've been playing through the old Sly Cooper trilogy, which oh, is cool. from oh, cool. Sucker Punch, I believe. Yeah, 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 Sucker Punch. Yeah. And it just seems weird for me to be a platformer fan, played all the Ratchets, the Jack and Daxters, and I've never tried Sly Cooper. And it's kind of exactly what I wanted. It's like baby mode easy platform yeah. with like a fun, charismatic uh, bunch of characters and style. And I beat the first yeah, yeah. one which actually weirdly got difficult near the end. But I'm playing the second one, and it's it's so easy, and it's really just chilling me out. It's what I wanted. So, so I'm going, I'm going through that entire franchise. There should be, I think there's four of them, and they're all on PS now. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, I'll i just jump in, because you saying last week that you were doing something on PS Now reminded me that PS Now existed, <laughs> <laughs> and that you can play it on your PS4 or on your PC, because it's just a... Oh yeah, a video fuck. feed that you're getting. Yeah, yeah, you're just receiving a video feed. You can play it uh, with an Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah. that's Do weird. You have, <laughs> does, your, does your PS4 have to be on? No, 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 no. Oh. It's because it's all just coming from like a server farm of PS3 somewhere, and so you they you can play it on like your TVs, uh, like Sony branded TVs, on a laptop, like on any any. They have a bunch of devices that you can play it on, including yeah. just a regular. I, PC. I play it on PC. Um, yeah, I've so I I uh, renewed I paid for a month of ps now because i had tested it out when it launched a couple years ago and so i didn't have the trial um and uh i also have dabbled in a couple of older not older i mean like ps3 games um because i was sort of in a similar mood joe i was like i just want to play something relaxed but while also maybe (laughs) checking off one or two things from the backlog yeah um so for like the 17th time i've started uh ratchet and clank future a crack a crack in time uh, ratchet and clank um, because I, I don't know. For some reason, I had started it several times on the PS3, and probably something else came out, you know, and pulled me away for whatever reason. Uh, I haven't really played much of that, but I am going to f- play it all the way through because Brash and Clank games are good. Yes, uh, and Kraken uh, Time is I know it to be a very good game just because mm-hmm. of how everyone talks about it. Um. And also, PS Now it works pretty well. The yeah. um, the visuals are pretty awful. Mm. Um, most of that is because they're old PS3 games or PS2 games, yes. which you know they're running at their native resolution and frame rate. So yeah. Ratchet, it's like this is a shaky thirty, and it's 720p. Yeah, 720p with no aliasing, and there's video compression on top of it. So. They they look fine, but like you know, it's like oh yeah, these are these are old old video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but from a playability perspective, it's perfect, perfectly fine. You know, I'm sure people that are sensitive to input lag notice it, but I I don't notice any input lag at all. That says yeah. a lot. That says a lot to me Which about really how one to one it is, because I feel like you would feel that, like just yes. I I reckon Jameson would be most sensitive to that. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, I just I, I mean. I just do. I, I play a lot on my TV and it's got like 25 milliseconds and I, I actually don't use my my one millisecond 144 hertz monitor all that often to be to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not I've never been like crazy sensitive to input lag, but um, like I know it's there, but I, I don't feel it. Every once in a while, it'll get like it'll sort of just freeze up for a half second, and that's a little weird because it sort of gets really video distorted, but it's very minor and. Uh, per- but it's perfectly playable aside from the fact that it's like this game is 30 frames per second and hideous to look at um but the, the other one that i've played a 
like 30% of. I only started this a couple days ago. Um, also from Insomniac, Resistance 3. No what? way. Really? Um, cool. I had always wanted to play Resistance 3. Uh, I remember playing Resistance 1 and 2 on like my friend's Man, PS3. I, I you know? never made it like, through the first one. Now I gotta, yeah, really... now I gotta play 1 because it sounds like a janky-ass, linear-as-fuck first-person shooter experience that I just yeah. kind of want right now. Well, none of them are janky because it's like it's insomniac yeah. like the, the, you know they make good games but it's a ps3 first person shooter yeah. so they're always a little Stiff. i remember the first game the first two games were like really cool because i they were just like i saw them at a friend's house you know on the ps3 yeah. early in the generation so it was like wow this is beautiful ali- aliens in world war Two. this is so cool and also it looks incredible and but Re- uh, resistance 3 i remember had hear heard a lot about how good like solid it was and uh yeah that game's pretty good and pretty solid wow. it's a standard ass first person shooter Ooh, i'm up to add that trilogy like, back to my backlog yeah yeah i've heard the campaign of resistance 2 is absolutely terrible yeah um and i didn't play the first one either again only at a friend's house and i read up on the wiki i'm like yeah okay whatever these i don't i don't care about these stories all that much um but yeah resistance resistance 3 is a very solid like from an action perspective once you remap the controls to be uh, the triggers that shoot, not the mm, bumpers. Yeah. Remember that on the I, PS3? Uh, oh, I remember that on the God. PS4 with Call of Duty Ghosts. It was on the, I do remember it was that. On the bumpers. It's awful. Yeah. It's the worst. Nice. Um, but once you do that, it's just left trigger, right trigger. The weapons, it's got all of Insomniac's crazy weird weapons. Uh, all of them with a weird alt fire mode. Um, the shooting feels good. The The... You know, it's 30 FPS again, so it's a little rough aiming-wise, but um, the story seems neat neat enough. Uh, I like the world a lot. It's one of those games where I've been playing it, and I've been thinking, like, man, if they put out, like, a 4K60 remaster of this, just keep all the visuals the same, just up-res and up the frame rate, mm-hmm. it would hold up pretty solid, sure. I think, today. Uh, like, a lot of the visuals, you can tell, even though it's hidden by... Or like sort of smeared by by low resolution. Uh, lots of really good art and atmosphere all over the place cool. in that game. And you know, there's collectibles that give you lore insights into little stories in the environment. And it's like eight hours, and the weapons are neat. And yeah, it seems good. I'm gonna play it all. I have always wanted to play it. I wish I'd played it at the time. You know, it would have been a lot more impressive, obviously, <laughs> yeah. especially visually. Uh, but yeah, it seems neat. I'll. Uh, probably hang on to that ps now thing for the summer yeah me cancel too. it once all the big fall games come yeah, out because there's 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 a lot of stuff yeah. on ps now at yeah. this point aren't you, um, aren't you missing one game that we both happened to try jameson on ps now i did not play knack on ps now Do you know? i downloaded all 40 gigabytes of knack <laughs> Maybe. Because we it was a PS Plus game, so I had all those to our library. Um, well, we also Knack. shouldn't say much about Knack because it is on the review roulette list. But right. um, okay, that is true. that game. Wow. is awful. <laughs> wow, I couldn't believe the opening. I won't say much I, because we have to. We'll probably talk about it in the future. But wow, I couldn't believe the the premise. Yeah, the cutscenes in that game look like advertisements that you'd see on TV for a Clash of Clans rip-off game. Yeah. <laughs> they are so awful. That oh, that game is not good, you guys. That game is really not Damn, good. You heard it here first, gang. Jameson, br- I don't, breaking news. I hate Nat to like won. break it to everyone. Yeah. I know it's been four and a half years since Nat came out, but wow. Yeah. That game 
is not good. And it, oh, someone had yeah. to say it. It's so I don't bad. know why I'm, that game exists. I'm starting to think everyone. I don't know who it's for either. Yeah, I'm starting to think everyone else is joking. Just, just now. No, now that you're saying no. This. no we're just they co- made we're a sequel. It can't be that bad. I just don't like platformers. I'm not good at them, so that's why I don't like Knack. I'm sure yeah. the sequel's great. You know, Knack is probably like to people that actually like the genre. It's probably like, oh, this is a good, like, solid foundation. We'll build on it in the sequel. And then they spent three years and made the sequel and co-op. I'm sure Knack Two is fucking incredible. Best game probably. <sighs> but Knack I, is not yeah. good. It's, yeah, Jesus. I. <laughs> I, we shouldn't talk about it because, you know, we will probably get it eventually, but that game is made for no one. Like, it's <laughs> fucking way too difficult. It's really hard. <laughs> you, ha- you literally can take two hits of damage and yeah. that's it. Most enemies take you down to about 20% HP. Some of them will just one-shot you and you don't get your health back fast enough at all. And, like, the layout of the levels is so basic. Like... If it was easy, and it, I'm sure if you switch it to easy, it, it's probably... I should have done that. It's probably how it should be. But, like, the level design and the enemy encounters and the quote-unquote platforming is, like, the most pathetic and lazy, like, basic. Just, just let's just put... Okay, put a few enemies. All right. Put a few more enemies. All right. Do a jump. Okay. A little cutscene. All right. A few more enemies. It's just so basic. Except for the fact that it's fucking so difficult. It is, yeah. I don't know. I almost fucking fucking threw my controller at the TV playing that game because it's just like, (laughs) there's just, you take so much damage from every enemy and you never get more powerful. It's so dumb. That was one of those games where I was like fishing just before Sly Cooper. I was like, I just want something easy. Yeah. Brain numbing, essentially. I want like. Yeah. And I thought Knack would be like, oh, I can just turn my brain off and play something that isn't Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> and just be, no, Knack is too fucking difficult. I, I wasn't having much luck finding something easy. Is it bad that I'm feeling that way about, like, mo- the newest Ratchet and Clank? Maybe I'm just a baby. Ratchet and Clank is difficult? It. What? Are you, playing, are you playing the new Ratchet and Clank? I am. Oh, sick. Yeah, a little sneaky, a little sneaky boy move by, your, by yours truly. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm just having a hard time. Stamps. How early are you? Uh, pretty early. The, the gang just got together. I don't know what that is. I think means. You, you just need to heavily use lock-on and just a lot of jumping yeah. around like a maniac. Okay. okay. I just... I don't know. I just... The shooting stuff in that game, I just sh- just never stop shooting. Like, I never stop jumping either. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let me write this down. Jump. Like a jump maniac. Jump and shoot. Jump. Yeah. Like a, okay, like a maniac. Shoot a lot. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot Lots. Under, I'm underlining shoot three times. Did you get off the first planet? Uh, let's go with a big no on that one from your boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. I mean, you have to play more than 10 minutes so that you get used to the controls yeah. before you can Rat- say a game is uh, the, hard. The titular characters have uh, convened for the first time. Oh, okay, Ratchet and Clank are together. Yeah, that game is so good. Give me a new one, E3, please. It's not going to happen, please. Joe. They're making a video game called Spider-Man. Yeah, the Spider-Boy. Don't just make another one side by side, please. Side by side, release them at the same time. <laughs> that'd be oh my god, that'd be so. That game, yeah, that like the story stuff is really awful in that because it's like all sort of pulled from the movie, mm. which was just terrible. But the core of that game is so fucking good. It's so relaxed. It's so fun. It looks so incredible mm-hmm. all the time. There's so much action on screen. Yeah, the weapons are great. Oh, god, it's so, so good. good. Keep that going. Keep that the ball rolling. Yeah. I'll do my best. Yeah. 
I might it's all right. On. You don't have to love every game, Ben. Yes, okay. It's okay. But, we might as well but you should definitely play Knack. I have. <laughs> Joe and I are actually committed to playing through all of Knack 2 on stream. I've, You've heard what? it here first. <laughs> when did we decide this? No, no, no. Just now, Joe. Have, it's just been decided. I have, play, I have played Knack. I have played Knack. Oh my I, God. I saw that. I saw it because there's a collectible, and it's like, your friends have collected these things. I'm like, oh, there's Joe. And then I saw, oh, there's Ben. Yeah, you, oh, know no. you know it. Your boy had to get on those fucking spicy memes. How much of that game did you play? Uh, like, when did you play it? Probably more than you guys but it's not i played up through about halfway through chapter three yeah i'm around there it's it and then i restarted the game to switch to 60 fps and it doesn't save your progress in the chapter and i was almost done chapter three and Oof. and then it started me at the beginning i was like all right i'm uninstalling this yeah game. I, I i would probably pull the all right i need to walk away from this for a few months <laughs> to come yeah down. i didn't get that far i uh i so i i did the same uh like i, I know i'm a little bit late to this but um, I did the same. I was like, I just want a dumb third, per, like a 3D platformer. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spruce it up a little bit. I'm gonna go in. I put. I started playing on hard. Whoa! Oh you are one sick puppy. That game fucks so hard. <laughs> like it just, it just wails. I mean, that on game you. is bullshit hard on normal. Yeah. I cannot imagine on yep. hard. And so I switched it to normal. And then I was like, nah, this is still. Fuck. It's still yes. bullshit. It, it knew I was on hard, and it's like, oh, baby can't handle hard. We're still going to make medium hard, you baby. And then, and then I stopped playing it. Because I was like, I don't need to play this. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. No one needed to play yeah, this. Yeah, I went from wanting something relaxed, playing Knack, wanting to kill myself, then the next day, renewing my PS Now subscription and starting Ratchet and & Clank, and I was like, okay, this is a good game. Oh, decision. yes, the good game. Yeah. Yeah. The good yeah. game. So God, they need to, they need to put Alright, Joe, carry on with your list. Alright, moving on to the finale. <laughs> what are we done? Like three of twelve? Yeah, we, or, we're basically, oh, we're basically done. Oh. I, I, I sped yeah, some yeah, off yeah. the list. Yeah, on yeah, to yeah. the finale, a game I've been meaning to play for a long time. Finally found some time to try Quantum Break. Yes, yeah. I've seen that. I'm very, very interested in this because I've wanted to play it for a very long time. You should play Quantum Break. Quantum Break is Quantum really Break good. Quantum Break is great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Joe. It's really Finally. good and awesome. super unique and weird. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I knew, Thank you, Joe. I, knew, <laughs> <laughs> I played that game at launch and everyone was like, this game sucks. And I was like, no, no. this game's cool. Fuck you all. <laughs> yep. So I knew that Quantum Break had live action stuff in it. And I was like, that's weird to have cutscenes that are live action. Oh, they're not cutscenes. It's a fully-fledged TV show. It's a 22-minute yeah. episode. <laughs> and the episodes change depending on what you do in the game. That's but yeah. wild. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I wouldn't... And, I mean, let's let's be honest. The TV stuff is pretty bad. I was just about to say, I wouldn't say it's very good TV stuff, especially near the end with some, like, but, but attempted cool. sentimentality. But they, yeah, but they have, but they, they have branching narrative, which, like, if a, a, t have, a TV yeah. show... and it's not a fucking... TV episode yeah. in in the middle of your game. Yeah. yeah, it's Quantum Break is a cool game. And it's kind of I weird like seeing Break. the lead actors of the characters in real life <laughs> yeah. and then seeing them in the game. I don't know why. Yeah. I've yeah. always found that strange, but having that side by side is jarring. You know what I liked about the TV stuff? What it expands the world like. One of the complaints I saw oh. was like, why are all the cutscenes are like, oh, it's not with the main... Because all the cutscenes are just like, here are the side characters <laughs> and what's happening with them. And I saw that as a main complaint, but I was like, 
that's that's neat to me because yeah. like you can tell stories in a cutscene more so than you can in the fucking gameplay. You can world build in yeah, in, in and a cutscene. And it takes all these side characters and gives them some imp- you know makes them gives them info like oh I know about Lance Reddick it now because of these cutscenes. Uh, yeah, I think Quantum Break. I, I like that. I like world building, so yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. Quantum Break is that. the one game which I think gives you the most back for reading the Intel documents you can find in games. Yeah, I always go in on games which mm-hmm. put down Intel documents. I think are bullshit. I had a big go at Prey for that, and I had a. I, we recently played Syndicate, and I thought they were dog shit. And I thought Praise were good. I'll, I'll, let me just interject there. Praise are good. I thought Praise oh, were good. They're just like, they're just, Praise what? are good. They're really boring and basic, and yeah. they're great. Like, they're I understand, just like, like email exchanges. I don't need you to build like use these things for world building, because they're, they're taking up my time. I don't need to read like a appointment for a coffee break just because there would oh, be one in the world. So there needs to be one <laughs> I love there. that stuff. It's a real world. It's like, I don't need that. Give me I the flavor. I need it. And nearly every single one in Quantum Break is like, this is information you don't get anywhere else. And if you read it, yeah. you get like like new story. And it's you could miss yeah. them. And I, I really, really appreciated that. And I think... The, I have reinstalled and I have reinstalled that game and we'll probably play it again because... God damn. I now I want to yeah. be in the zeitgeist, you fucking dweebs. Now I gotta play it too. <laughs> and Quantum Break is a, is a time travel story and it does some yeah. pretty fun stuff with time travel. Yeah, there's like three fun time, travel time machines story. in the games, and you travel back to times that you were playing once before in the game. So you kind of you see your old self do stuff, and then it does like the Back to the Future two things, where like they overlap, and it does some trickery and some brave, interesting time travel stuff for like good nerdy people like me who have seen at least one time travel movie before and want something a bit more interesting. <laughs> I mean, pri- yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban is the best movie. I'll say it. We're all <laughs> thinking it. I'll say it. Can we talk about the best thing in Quantum Break, which is how fucking unreal, crazy, awesome it looks all the time? Yes, it, it does some really interesting stuff with like light refraction and mirroring. To do some really interesting, I was yeah. going to say particle effects, but it's like refraction light effects, yeah. which I haven't seen the, before. Like, how far in are you? Are you like, oh, I beat it. Like, like oh, far, you finished it. Far, okay, far, okay, far okay, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah. I, I was I played that originally on the Xbox One, which, at you know, the original Xbox One. Yeah. Not a powerful console, right? Um, compared, at least relative to everything else that was coming out. I remember playing that game and being absolutely floored at how good mm. it looks. Yeah, it's um, really, like, the really cutscenes... Cool. Sean Ashmore looks real good in those cutscenes, but like the gameplay stuff, the the powers, the the effects on the powers, the times where the environment starts to like explode around you, like when the ship is collapsing. Yeah, it's like reversing like and reversing. Yeah, like they just they the the visual presentation of that game has a lot of stuff in it that I've never seen. Like it has a look to it that I've never seen done in a game before, and it was really one of the my favorite parts of it. It's just like yeah. here's this crazy attempt at visualizing weird time travel shit and doing it in a way that is looks completely unique and is also like really technically amazing like with all the like you said like the back and forth of like oh this crate's falling and then it's back and it's reversed and going back and forth and uh oh that game's pretty good (laughs) yeah i I do have a few complaints i i don't usually say this before because when it comes to these type of shooter games Usually the game just um, accelerates enemy encounters because it doesn't know what else to do. So so it's just like, uh, you're at the end of the game, here's more enemies. Uh, Next level, even more enemies. I actually think Quantum Break could have done with more combat. 
Like, by the end of the game, I wasn't really satisfied because the game's paced pretty well. There's, like, a combat encounter, then some exploration story stuff, a 20-minute TV show, then more story stuff. The story stuff is actually, I would say, like, 55 to 60% of the, the game. And the combat is, like, 30%. And I think, after a while, the combat gets really fun. And I was enjoying it. And there was some, like, very, very light puzzle stuff where you're reversing the time on platforms. And I was just not satisfied when the credits rolled with how much I'd played the game. I love the story. Um, I like the characters. They're all really memorable. And I was like, I just... I can see why you played it again. Because I was like, I yeah. wanna, I wanted to play more of the game. I wanted... Uh, I don't know, maybe you can do this. I wanted a new game plus where you get all your powers from the get-go. Like, yeah, it gets better with... I want that with powers. God of War as well, where it's like, yes, this is going to break like your story continuity in terms of like, oh, logically, you know, oh, I shouldn't have these powers when I start the game. But by the end of that game, you've got a lot of cool powers. <laughs> and you really get a feel for the combat and how to use those powers and move around. And I, I definitely remember wanting more of the combat when it was over. Yeah. Um, and which is why I replayed it. Yeah. yeah. I think if you, if you load a, ch like a load a chapter, it brings all your upgrades into it. Mm -hmm. okay. I think. So it's sort of new game plus ish like that. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I remember, I remember wanting a little but more. But I think it's it. its strongest point for me was the storytelling and just doing fun stuff with time travel, which games don't usually tackle. We see it in movies all the time, but games don't really tackle it very often. I, I think there's one point where you get to the end, and this isn't really a spoiler because it's how the game starts, but uh, one of the characters gets sent 19 years back into the past, and he uses that to build an empire, a massive corporation. Yeah. And in his office is this fun uh array of whiteboards starting from 1999 up to 2016 when the oh, game came right, out i remember that and like you can optionally take a look and each of these uh whiteboards has details for every year of like the steps he took to make money and it starts with like investing in twitter and apple before it came out and he invests it goes kind of dark into like taking advantage of 9-11 with real estate and it's like jesus christ yeah. this guy's Whoa. really like buy gold yeah. gold stocks skyrocketed when 9-11 happened it was a conspiracy yeah and, it, <laughs> and it's like again optional you could just walk past those whiteboards yeah. but i think the team behind it uh all probably quite nerdy writers and we're just having fun with the time stuff and i appreciate yeah, it i mean this is remedy like these are the people that made fucking alan wake mm. you know and max Payne. max like Payne one two baby yeah, I I love Remedy. I've loved them for a yeah. long time. They make weird games. They spend way too long making their weird single-player game, and it's got interesting combat and weird storytelling stuff, and Quantum Break lived up to it. I, I sort of understand why people disliked it, because, like, you know, yeah, like, the, 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 the TV show stuff is kind of like a web series in terms of quality. Like um, B-movie type stuff. Yeah, like, stars? it's definitely got... It's definitely got some rough edges and is really more like a, you know, sort of a B game with a triple A budget yes. in, in some ways. Um, but that was 2016 and uh, I really loved it then and I still like it. And it was one of those games where it's like, oh man, if 2016 hadn't been as insanely good as it was, that was like top 10 of the year for me at the time. That was probably like number 11 or 12. Yeah, um, I can see that. I really liked that game. I will say that the ending was a bit weird and rushed to me i won't spoil yes, it yeah. but um the whole time through the game the characters 
two of them are like reaffirming the whole way about the logic of time travel in the game. It's the there's there will be a name for it, but I don't know it. I'll call it the Prisoner of As- Escaban. Azkaban? Azkaban. Azkaban, the, yeah. The, like, I'm supposed to be the brick. Causality loop or whatever yeah, it's called. Where there is one timeline, it is. cannot be changed. Anything you try yeah. to change will actually cause the event to happen in the first place. And they are like drilling this into you. Like, you can't change the thing. And then I was like, well, why am I doing this then? Because yeah. they've said they've <laughs> seen the event which we're trying to prevent. So if you're telling me we can't prevent it, then what am I doing? And then the ending happens. And I was like, wait, but you said... We, we okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, I remember being abrupt. The ending, it just it was ended. Like, oh, that's, and yeah, he was like, there's some good okay. story moments though. Like, I think there's one later on where you like, there's some sort of revelation about the lady. Uh, I don't remember what her name is. Yes, but I remember some of the revel- the moments where you're like, oh shit, that's oh geez, I'm curious to see how she is now. And then you see her, and he's like, oh, this is, yeah, this is sort yeah. of expected. It does some she's, fun she's stuff had a where like go. right at the beginning, a character meets you, yeah, and you've never yeah, met yeah. them, but they know you. So it like implies something's going to happen with time travel, but that then you meet a non-future version of that character who doesn't know you, and it's like, oh, something's going to happen. To also, her the somehow. lore behind the lore behind him, or some of the like. I remember really liking the idea that there aren't there like beings that like live oh. in like the 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 broken time yeah, that, travel. That was also realm. one of my complaints. Whoa. It like builds yeah, up they, to like, the shifters. <sighs> Which are these? Yeah, shift. That's which what are these yeah. interdim- not interdimensional, but they're, they're these entities which are like living all their realities at once. Yeah, and there's they're even, mo- like other dimensional beings. There's even yeah. like a document about how to take them down. It's like you have to kill them in all their realities. So I'm like, okay, this is yeah. going to be a boss thing. And then right at the end, you they... see them in the distance killing some soldiers, and then yeah. they're just not. They never. And appear. then they don't. They never show up. Yeah, uh, that was sequel bait. Uh, okay, and that's tragic. Yeah, you know. Because they're never going to make another one of those games. Uh, and that's a real bummer. That was one of the... Yeah, I remember thinking that was such a cool idea and being like, oh shit, we're going to encounter one of these things. And then the credits roll yeah. and I was like, no, it's not happening. And even like the last boss, I was like, oh, he's going to be a shifter. This makes sense because yeah. he's got the Chronal yeah, disease. Yeah. And then he, he, he nope. doesn't. I was, that was no. a bit strange to me. Yeah. It's, it's certainly got its drawbacks, but man did i ever like that game yeah i, I really like the characters and the world storytelling yeah. time travel it's good stuff remedy's next game is going to be revealed at e3 so i, <gasps> I look forward to seeing what it is because they they always do weird stuff they always do weird single player games and they're not working with microsoft on this next one because you know microsoft funded alan wake they spent seven years making alan wake it didn't do very well. Then they funded Quantum Break, and they spent like seven years making Quantum Break, and no one bought it. Oh. And so Microsoft was like, "Yeah, we're good on the next game remedy, but yeah. they are making another one." I was looking another at another game um, of some sort. So. I was looking at the TV show <clears throat> right near the end when they go into the lifeboat, yeah. and I was like, "This actually has quite the budget. Like, this is a set, like a proper production value set." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, this like must it's have not cost a few cost a few pennies." Oh yeah, like it's not. Um, you know, it ain't Game of Thrones, but it's certainly on par with a lot of other TV shows yeah. that are on real TV, like on the Sci-Fi Channel. TV you know, isn't like, cheap uh, either. Like The Expanse, whatever it was. Mm. But they also spent like years making that game, and when they unveiled that game, it had a completely different cast of actors, and like the TV plan was different. It sounded like it was going to be like the TV show would come out and change the game and the game would, it sounded like a little more. Was that the expanse? Continual. Um, what's that? Was that the expanse? The, but yeah, there is a game that was like that. I don't remember. No, no, no. That I'm talking about quantum break. Oh, okay. Like it, 
it you know they spent a, a long time making that game yeah. and changed it and clearly they spent a lot of money on it because it looks crazy and it's too bad no one bought it but i did like Last sunset week. overdrive bless you microsoft for putting that game out that's one of those things where it's like you haven't had many and we'll we'll talk about it a little later microsoft has a first party problem but they put out quantum break and they put out sunset overdrive and those games rule yes uh, so but yeah that that is the is that, f- well okay that is the end of my list but god. i think we yeah. should Good. probably thank god transition into ben have you played any other games no, you don't have to answer that. Ben doesn't play. We, um, we all know the meme. Let me just double check, just to make sure. I'm really, I've been really happy with our time spent playing Overwatch again. Um, we have played a little Overwatch, and it has been, it has been decent. Yeah. yeah. Um, I bought Trials Evolution. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I saw that. Played, uh, played a bit of it, and I'm like, it takes no time to get the rust off. But beyond that, no. Unfortunately, the the meme goes on. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say we should transition into VR. Yeah. So we yeah, can actually right. get that done, and then Ben can actually join in with the podcast. So yeah, you, you guys, right, you guys go right. ahead. I'll play some <laughs> fucking Rocket sing. League on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well pass over to uh, you yeah. first, Jameson, because both... I've been talking for a while. Okay. Well, you and I. Uh are both frivolous spenders that need to buy things to fuel our self-worth and feel okay about our lives. You guys are sick in the head. Sick in the head. Need to buy everything. Um, So we bought, uh, both of us bought an Oculus Rift Mm -hmm. uh, with the touch sensors and everything, which, uh, you know, I I would say a major reason we bought it, at least one of the big reasons I bought it was knowing that we would get a press account and have access to pretty much everything. Yes, um, we get all which the is, gams. It's an important caveat. Oh, to note it's huge. Like the games are expensive in virtual reality. Yeah, like the actual headset bundle, f- totally fine price five fifty or whatever five thirty for the headset, the touch controllers, the sensors. That, I think that's that a cat? very reasonable. Yeah, it, oh. I bought it direct from Oculus for five twenty nine. Yeah. Free shipping, it's a console, no taxes. Essentially. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a reasonable price. Even the Vive now all in is 700 well, which is you gotta, still You got to pay to go to the lot, dance, but... though. Like, you got to pay to yeah. get to the dance, which is a, a pretty good PC. True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you need also a good PC, yeah. Um, but, like, the biggest drawback, just jumping right to it, like, the worst thing about VR is the games are expensive. God, uh, yeah. You know, the the only, like, truly big, fully-fledged games, I would say, that have, like, some good meat to them have been Super Hot, which is, like, 30 bucks, which is, that's fine, I think. Um, Robo Recall is free, which is a good price for yeah, it. Uh, Lone Echo is, like, 40. 45 or 50 bucks Jesus. or something. Uh, fucking Batman VR, which, Arkham VR, which is, like, uh, one hour, yeah, like it's, like, minutes. 30 bucks. Uh, like... The games are way too overpriced. It's borderline uh, just taking advantage of the fact that the demographic is kind of nerdy people with cash to throw around. <laughs> like, yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there have not been, like, a ton of VR games, right, that have come out. And a lot of them that have... Or, I mean, well, uh, not a ton of, like, really major VR mm. games. Uh, even though the store has, like, 600 products on it now. Um, but they definitely... It definitely seems like, yeah, these are all priced way too high. Like... I get it. You don't want to, you know, sell your Batman thing for five dollars uh, because it's got all these great assets in it um, and it's well produced and well made. But 
let's be honest, it's about $5 of content. Uh, And that sort of applies to a lot of things. So, you know, that's really the biggest thing to, to say negatively about it before we switch back to actually talking about VR is that the software, there's a lot of neat stuff out there, I think. Um, but f- it's so overpriced, mm-hmm. uh, like just across the board, which is a bummer. Like how much is Beat Saber even? Beat Saber is like know. 20 yeah. bucks or I something. I thought it was 30, and 35. Can. Maybe, yeah. And like, again, very basic, right? In terms of, it's yeah. 20, 20 US. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I guess, a little more okay. But uh, some of these games being so pricey just seems like a, like a scam. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, Joe, taking advantage of the fact that you need a $1,000 PC and a $600 headset, they know these people in VR right now have money to spend, which is uh, frustrating. But we don't have to worry about uh. that. So <laughs> let's just talk about VR. <laughs> I, I'm interested uh, your first mm. day, because I jumped from the PSVR to the Oculus. Uh, I was going to... Right. It's just, just the Oculus. And it was still significant for me and you jumped from the dev kit yeah i bought the dev kit one dev kit two in august 2014 so almost four years ago and then sold it to you and uh that was fun having that way back when it was rough as hell this tracking was pretty basic because it was just one camera that you put on top of your monitor and um there were no games at all it was all like crazy demos yeah um and they were pretty much all terrible um, yeah, pretty much. but in a way it, not necessarily from from a production point of view they were pretty much all terrible but they they were effective in selling like the immersive possibilities of vr mm-hmm. and it, that was fun for a week um uh and then yeah so i didn't touch it for four years pretty much until full big boy consumer version one and uh, I got it really late in the evening, so it was sort of unfortunate. But when you set it up, it boots you into, I think it just boots you right into that uh, first contact thing, mm-hmm. right? Which is uh, you are standing in like a some sort of small sci-fi-ish looking trailer or room or lab or something. And there's a robot in front of you and there are disks you can put in and it spawns things. And uh, that... The first, and, and then I played Super Hot as well oh. after that, and uh, yeah, that it's pretty. And then I think Lone Echo, and that was those were the three uh, that I played for like half an hour each. And um, yeah, VR is <clears throat> um, pretty wild. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> um, it really is nuts. You know the the headset thing goes a long ways, right? You put it on, you're immediately in a 3D environment, and your brain accepts that. Like that's good you know yeah um that that takes you only so far though and once you do more or less full 3d uh 3d 360 tracking uh which is more or less what i have mine set up i have them sort of spread out Mm -hmm. pointed at an angle like and it's more or less allowing me for a small room scale experience that goes a long ways because you can physically walk around uh you know in a couple of steps in every direction that's pretty wild but the thing that really makes vr crazy is the hand controllers i think um the oculus touch controllers are really really neat they're super effective uh like small easy to use you know they've really only got a couple buttons on them um but the like the immediacy with which 
it just feels like you're there and the, the fluidity with which you can basically just use your hands on the controller to do things in game is really impressive because yeah. it's Ben, it's basically I don't know if you've ever seen one, but it's yeah, it's like it's like holding a dog leash. It's like yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and the thing on the outside is just IR sensors yeah. for the yeah. for the things. But you've the whole thing is touch capacitive. So mm-hmm. when you lift your I'm just holding it now in my hand. If you were to lift your thumb off the buttons, it is reflected in the game oh, because wow. it knows your thumb is off. Yeah, if you nuts. lift your your um, pointer finger off the trigger, it reflects that in the game. Jesus. So, you know, to do thumbs up, you do thumbs up in real life. To point at something, you point at something like okay. you would normally. Okay, that makes... So I was yeah. always curious as to how it established... And then there's... True, yeah, true and then the connection. your, like, middle your middle ring and pinky are, are the grip, right? Which is pretty much how you use your hands when you actually think about it, it's like your thumb and pointer and your middle finger are the ones that do most of it. And then everything else is just sort of there to grab onto things. And, uh, that control, the controller really sets it. Like it, it really is phenomenal. Uh, very cool. Yeah. The, the coolest, like most immersive thing for me, I think is the, um, in robo recall, the, the hands are really realistic in robo recall. Uh, I don't know what it is, but the, you can hold it right up to your face and see like this really realistic, really high fidelity hand cool. that is like very, very responsive to your actions. And you can, you know, pull your gun out by reaching down to your holster. And it's, it's like, I'm fascinated to like give it to put my parents, you know, let them try like someone that has no experience with a video game control. I'm curious how they mm-hmm. react to that controller, but uh, just picking it up, it's, immediate there's no learning curve you just do things the way you think you would do things normally uh with your hands and that really makes it all work um i remember you saying it joe when you had the psvr like wow the hand like hand stuff really goes a long ways and then getting real proper vr hands uh it's wild yeah Yeah. um i definitely said holy shit the first like couple of times uh that i was playing like when I did the first contact and then super hot. It was, oh, it was super hot is so good. It's rare for me to get audible about anything in a game anymore. Oh, yeah. And I, I definitely let out a couple like, f- holy shit, uh, <laughs> when I first tried out all the VR stuff. Um, VR is, yeah, it's pretty amazing. There's a lot of stuff to talk, like, in, in terms of like the future of VR and like, repercussions and the negative parts of it uh or and like the validity of it or how long will it be around or what the games will be like in the future but the short-term view on it is wow it's amazing yeah uh i would say so you know i don't know where where to go from there no, uh, <laughs> I, I played a lot of games because as jameson said we we're, we're lucky enough yeah, because I of facebook to. to get uh press pass so we can play anything <clears throat> which I've never felt more childlike than when I opened up the Oculus <laughs> yeah. library and everything said free. It made me feel like yeah. a kid in a candy store. Um, <laughs> I think the nicest thing about um, having a VR headset is it really helps gaming feel more varied. I really enjoyed getting the Switch because it felt like I was gaming in a different yeah. way, which mm-hmm. I hadn't done in a long time. I'd Back in when I was living with my, with my mom and pop, I was just sitting at a desk... And I, yeah. I was just playing games, PC, Xbox, PS4, the same way on the same monitor. 
and just being able to walk around with the Switch was really big for me. And having a VR headset and this weird plethora of games I can try whenever I want had just added this really nice variance where I have played VR every single day that I've been in the house playing video games since I bought it. Uh, usually for short spans, usually about an hour, mm. an hour and a half. And it's just made gaming fresh and interesting again. Uh, yeah, I don't it's think... another console, really. It like, really is. That's the best way to look at it. I thought it was yeah. going to be a peripheral novelty to games that are already out because I hadn't been paying attention to the library of games that have come out for yeah. Oculus and Vive. But there's a lot of games, like some substantial games. I will say, while I think there are some fantastic things out there, we tried Rec Room, which is really something. Super Hot, yeah, Beat Saber, cool. Lone Echo, Windlands, as a bit... Robo Recall as well, I would say, for me. There least. is a lot uh, of really top quality stuff, but I have started to notice that a lot of games are sometimes relying on two basic interactions, which is shooting yes. and kind of environmental busy work where you're just kind of flipping switches and turning levers. Yeah. Like I played a game the other day called Apex Construct, which looks really good. And in the game, you are shooting things with a bow and arrow and doing busy work which is like flipping switches and touching stuff and i've also been playing lone echo which is really really fun and some of the best space visuals no the best space visuals i've seen in vr but a lot of it is robot maintenance work where you're just kind of putting things and things and flipping switches i have to say i don't know what it is about lone echo but i really like that yes <laughs> i really the like only, the busy work in the lone only reason echo. i worry about it is because i'm seeing it a lot in other games yeah so I mean, I'm curious. I'd be really, I'd really love to see a stat of all the games on the Oculus Store. How many of them were released in the first year of the Oculus mm -hmm. came out, and how many of them actually come out, you know, later? Uh, because I feel like a, most of them are on there from early days, and it's like this is an early days VR thing. We're still figuring out movement and what is the best way to interact with it. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely way too many shooting gallery games in that. Yes. In, in VR. Um, which, you know, guns are cool. Um, and it's much more fun to shoot them with your hands than with a controller. For yes, like, like guns are cool. It's, it's an unfortunate truth, but they're cool. They look cool. They sound cool. They make you feel cool. Mm -hmm. It's, you know... They're way cooler in VR. Way, way cooler. <laughs> uh, the fucking guns in Robo Recall are awesome. Mm. Like, did you ever customize your gun in Robo Recall? No, I didn't get very far into it. I found the first level okay. really intimidating. I think I told you after playing it Super is. Hot, where you're yes. really in control of the situation. Like, they yeah. were really getting up in my face, and I was like, "Oof, I think I got to work up to this a bit." It scared me. <laughs> yeah, Robo Recall has robots that sort of jump towards yeah. you, uh, which is. Um, when it's in an immersive 3D environment, it's freaky. Uh, mm -hmm. That's another thing. Stuff that is not normally unnerving is a, is made like horrifying in VR. Yeah, um, man, that that one bit in Lone Echo where you're in the transport thing going towards the anomaly, and she's like, "Ditch it," and you just have to leave it and float into space. I was like, "No, no, 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 no! I don't want to." I actually, do it. I actually haven't been been freaked out by any of the space stuff in Lone Echo because I know um, isn't it, isn't I, I you like or that. Ben who does like deep water. In video games, well, I don't like deep water either. Yeah, we, I have, like, we have a shared, I, a shared phobia for the like uh, Subnautica and VR this. would probably kill me. But I feel like, like space is the same feeling of like infinite nah, voidness. No, that's no, not that. It is, it's dark, but it's not darkness. Oh, I don't know. Ben. I don't know. When you when you're in space and you look down and it goes on forever, it just does weird things to you. 
I, I think it's my brain just just like really aware of the fact that it's just like a game. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been bothered by it in Lone Echo, but like, um, there's a there's a bit near the end of the Batman experience. Oh yeah, and you know Batman has always had a little bit of horror-y stuff that it sort of dabbles in, like very light, you know, um, which has never been spooky, uh, you know, in the old games because it's you're just you know whatever you're playing it on a TV. Um, but uh, there's a bit near the end where you're in a cage and Killer Croc jumps out and yeah. that sucked <laughs> and then you're in and then you're in like a prison cell and every time you turn around the walls are getting closer yeah. towards you and then the joker shows up and i barely got through that section I'm not yeah, gonna lie. i was like i'm about to close my eyes and start turning in circles until the credits roll <laughs> like just to get through this it, it's and also there's so yeah there's like weird uh, personal space violations that happen in vr yeah um, it happens in Robo Recall. All these robots are gathering in front of you, and they're all friendly. And then they all turn evil and jump oh, on yeah. you. And it cuts to black. I hate it. it cuts to black pretty much just as they're jumping to you. But it was still horrible. Yeah. Um, and so there are weird, uh, like I said, personal violations. There was one. Um, there's a model viewer in Batman where you can just like the old games, you can view the character models. Um, did you do this, Joe? Yeah. Did you view the character models at all? Yeah. So I, I, I loaded up, you know, whoever it was, Batman. Or not Batman. It was like Robin or uh, Nightwing is the other guy that were unlocked by default. And then you, it appears in front of you and it's like, you know, full real scale um, Arkham Knight model, right, from the main PS4 game. It's crazy detailed. Uh, and then I just like leaned really close in and I was like, ooh, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I got into like close enough, like I, I'm like, oh, I, I need to see how de- detailed these textures are, and it's like, oh, now my nose is like right up by your shoulder <laughs> or your neck, and I'm like, you're not reacting at all to this. We're in like kissing range, <laughs> and you're just standing there like a robot, and I'm like, it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like, I'm violating your personal space, and it was just not reacting because it's a fucking static model of it. But it was just, it was the, one of the weirder things that I've making my chest. Uh, side experienced. Just, just thinking about Yeah. It was yeah. just like, Ooh, uh, I didn't like, if I did that to a real person, I they didn't would ask be you very if I could uncom- do this. Like I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some weird stuff like that where things become scarier or more uncomfortable because it is like a full 3d space. Um, I can't imagine playing a horror game in VR. It sounds Ooh impossible I probably end up uh, doing it maybe later this year maybe october we'll see you're, you're a crazy person um <laughs> i do look forward to there being more games that aren't just shooting things yeah though. like i've i really li- like robo recall i've really enjoyed um super hot is perfect as usual i mean it's super hot um and it's made even more it's actually is, is it just me, or is it kind of more challenging in VR oh, yeah. than it was on the PC? Well, you you yeah. have to move in real life. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've really been enjoying Lone Echo. It's sort of... Um, the motion is all... It's, it's in a lot of ways a game that I had in my head for a couple of years of like, I want a zero-G exploration in space uh, in a spaceship mm-hmm. where all the movement is you're grabbing and pulling yourself around. Which works um, really well for VR, because it doesn't like... You don't get... Yeah. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like deorientated from what's happening in real life because you're right. sitting. If you're sitting in a chair and you're not yeah. moving in a chair, it feels right because in zero g you wouldn't feel a force. Does this yeah. make sense? I get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone that says they play that game standing up, you're lying. Yeah, I don't believe lying. you. I almost fell over. Uh, 
Yeah, I did it. I almost fell over as well. It was it was awful. Um, I think um, I think my takeaway from VR is that it's great, but yes, it feels like I remember when the Wii came out and the Wii was yeah. super interesting, but it it really relied on people who had fun ideas what to do with the technology. Like there's a few yeah. standout uh, games like Super Hot, stuff like Beat Saber, where I'm like, this feels like it was made for VR. Rec Room really feels yeah. like something unique. And then some other things are fun. There's a lot shooters. of like tech demo-y sort of basic, you know, things. Yeah. Um, I was going to say like, I, I've enjoyed those games, um, but I look forward to something like Budget Cuts, which is out any day now, which is a different game, you know, a full game made only for VR with, uh, it's a stealth game with like throw, you can throw things and the movement is you creating portals, like almost exactly like portal. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and that sounds really neat. Like here's a game that is not shooting things built for VR. That's why Lone Echo is so cool as well, because mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not shooting things. Uh, it's just a nice sort of, you know, quote unquote, uh, walking simulator style game. Um, I definitely look forward to seeing what people do with it in the future. I hope they do more things that are interesting with it. Yeah. Uh, I want those Valve games to come out. They've been, they have said for years that they have VR games that they are making. Um, I want to see what someone like Valve does with a VR only game, mm -hmm. because that sounds uh, pretty amazing. Another Whatever thing, it would be. Another thing that's really surprised mm -hmm. me is going from the DK2, which was a nightmare to get up and running. Every game was <laughs> yeah. different because it was just in like oh god, some I remember that EXE oh. made by some guy testing stuff out, and you had to download it yep. and figure out where to put it. <laughs> had and to trust fuck. it. Like the Oculus, you just you just put it on your <laughs> head and it turns on. Yeah. So you don't have yes. to like touch anything on the computer. I usually always do turn on the. Uh, the library yeah. of Oculus stuff, but you don't have to. I realized this the other day. You put it on your head, it knows you put it on your head, and it loads everything up into this really nice UI-type hub area where you can activate all your store, library settings, everything from inside the game. When I was doing my live stream, I was messing around with uh, looking at your desktop. You can actually open up your desktop and interact with it while standing across the room from within virtual reality. It's really well done. Yeah, it's very seamless. Yeah. Um, and, and it really easy to set up, honestly, as well. Like, yeah, I had some weird problems with the sensors, but that's done now. Yeah, especially once you realize that you can just bypass the thing that says, the sensors are too far away. Uh, you just say, okay, that's fine, and it, it still works perfectly. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to make sure it was happy, so I didn't do that. Yeah. So I, I did the same thing initially and then read online that you just you just skip it. Oh, and so okay, I, okay. And like, I've reconfigured my Rift setup for while I'm playing Alone Echo because it's all I'm playing right now on it. I've switched it to be more friendly to sitting down uh, and without hitting the guardian system, which is the sort of wall that shows up when you're getting to the edge of your play space. Yeah. But it takes like f five minutes to switch around and it, it's super easy, honestly. Um, once you get the USB shit, it's fucking sorted oh, out. Yeah, um, uh, yeah it's, it's great. Um, the software, like the games are cool. Uh, they're too expensive. The hardware works. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to switching like to a new generation of VR in another couple of years. Like I, I you know, the hardware is very good. The controllers are excellent, but uh, I look forward to what the next leap forward is, which is you know an yeah. even better wireless. screen. Wireless, wireless, wireless will be smell-o-vision definitely. Um, 
it's pretty comfortable. Like, yeah. I have to wear glasses inside because I'm nearsighted, so far stuff is blurry. Um, and it works. You know, it's a tight squeeze with glasses on. Um, it, it hurts the bridge of my nose after about 90 minutes. It's, there's a little too much weight on there. Um, but I don't really want to play anything in VR for more than 90 minutes anyways. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's just, a, depending on the game, it's too much physical work, uh, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but I, like, I get sweaty. Super hot. You get your squats in and super yeah. hot. Like, and it's it's. I like that aspect of it a lot. Actually, I like being able to be like, I'm gonna play this and for an hour, and then when you're done, you're like, wow, I feel like I've done something instead it, of sat on a couch doing nothing. When I do like, I recently just finished Beat Saber on Expert. I was. Oh my god, you're a psycho. I wasn't just sweating. Like I was panting. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to play something and feel like physical activity yeah. going on. Uh, it's satisfying, yeah. And um, but I look forward to like. There's a lot of you know. You can see the pixels. You can see the screen door effect, which is the sort of because the pixel density isn't high enough. And there's a lot of like ghosting, like light bloom sort of mm-hmm. if you're in a dark environment. Um, it's not perfect. Which is just yeah. But I mean, it's also two years old now, and the stuff that their prototyping for the next gen thing is like crazy. Like the leap between gen one and gen two will probably be pretty profound. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's going to be a dark, miserable future when everyone can use VR. I can tell you that right <laughs> what now. Do you mean? It's going to be because it's the, it's fucking weird VR. And when everyone, it's cheap and everyone can have it, it's going to get fucked up. <laughs> People are going to die in VR. People are going to live in VR all the time. <laughs> get People, lost. It's, they're going to get lost. Someone's going to walk in front of a train with their VR headset on. Someone's going to die from overexhaustion. Yeah. Someone's going to play a horror game and have a heart attack. That will People happen, are going to like the weird, the sex porn industry is going to explode. Like it's, it's VR I feel like is great. And, but like once the masses get a hold of it, there's going to be so many dark stories. There are going to be so many dark stories. Yeah, I want it. (laughs) I I want the cyberpunk future. (laughs) But yeah, VR is cool. I am mostly really appreciating the variance it is giving to gaming in general. I want a room that is just like 15 by 15 with Ooh. sensors everywhere. And I want the walls to be padded like an insane asylum yeah. so that I don't hurt myself when yeah. I punch the wall. Can I, I see James? Uh, and I, Jameson, you're yeah. thinking too big. Now what I'm thinking about is an injection. <laughs> just a one time thing. You're Inception. thinking big scale. But I'm thinking out of box. I'm thinking let's bring it down. Simplify it. Inject me. I don't Inject you with nano nanites. Yeah, with the nanites. Replace your eyeballs. Yeah. That I can just like be like Oculus. But you'll still hit your monitor if your room is a big empty padded wall. (laughs) I punched my monitor. Uh, I punched my monitor. I'm always bad. It was was a pretty light punch. uh, but Yeah, you still need to go into a padded room to use the nanite Oculus. Yeah, like you would still walk into things in real life. Yeah. Thankfully, I figured out I can just, I have my, it was my, my smaller monitor, which is on a, a swivel arm. So I just rotate it so that the monitor is not facing towards my play space anymore. And if I punch it, I'm going to punch the back of the okay, monitor. That's so. it. Nice. <laughs> You're still hitting, it, still hitting that expensive boy, but uh, uh, it'll be fine. The, the, they have a system where you paint, like you walk through the area and, and that sets up a guardian system and if you get too close to it in vr it shows a grid in front of you oh, so cool. you, you know when you're yes. getting to the edge that's of really it, helpful yeah. and, like i'm i'm working with a rel it's like yeah, 
six by five, six by four yeah, feet I, or so. I reckon mine's probably shorter. You, I think you guys are seeing and it, it. It works fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I made it big enough so that I never really run into the guardian system while I'm moving around. And I do sometimes. Like the, I, I yeah, I do every once in a while, but that's it, it works really well mm-hmm. and i just i it when it is wireless it'll be really great oh yeah because the wire, fucking wire you sort of have to off. always keep track of the wire that's pain yeah. Ass. Yeah. yeah especially in lone echo because you turn i find myself rotating 360 a lot in that game uh i use the while sitting in a chair which is frustrating because the wire is like getting wrapped under the chair i'm pretty disciplined with the weird snapping rotation system i pretty much use it exclusively because mm. i'm so lazy yeah well yeah yeah. Don't want to move at all. I'm using a s- pretty close to room scale, so I can move, you know, yeah, cool. 360. But yeah, I I get wrapped around it every now and then, and, and, which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, it's neat. It is really neat. And that is all um, right. That's the end of the podcast. That, Later, Ben. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is the end of what I've been playing recently. So thank you for tuning yeah. into the What Joe Plays Every Month podcast. We we fuck, much? we ballparked We've, ninety minutes and it's only been a fucking eighty minutes instead. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, I I just wrote, did you how much of um Ramus of Ruin did you play Psychonauts? I beat it. Oh, you did. Okay. I had to beat it. It's, it's in between I don't know Psychonauts if, one and two. I don't know if I'm gonna beat it. The puzzles are kind of annoying. Yeah, that's They're that's fair of, enough. The puzzles are a little little shit, but everything uh, about Psychonauts is a little shit. <laughs> that's it's about the character and world but yeah yeah the writing and personality is great. I love anyways that. yeah but that was kind of like what i was saying where games are relying on busy work if that makes sense yeah yeah i played Definitely. i played some of the rick and morty virtual rickanity thing and while it's pretty cool it's very similar it's it's busy work like you're going around you're yeah. picking up rick's inventions you're pressing buttons things are happening you're just interacting job simulator was like that like i played <laughs> like the first like I played a bit of the office and a bit of the kitchen. I was like, "All right, like this is you know whatever." Yeah, okay, I'm that good. was very much early day stuff. Yeah, but yeah, VR. Is cool. They're going to announce a new uh, Insomniac VR game uh, this this week as well, and I think people really like their VR games that they've made. I haven't played any of them yet, but I will. Get Which to ones them. have they made? Uh, they made three. They made uh, Unspoken, which is like a oh yes, I've got that magic- downloaded. Ready to battling run. thing PvP. They made that third person game, Edge of Nowhere, which I'm curious yeah, I've to got try. That downloaded as well. And they made one other one that I can't remember. They made three Was though. It They're all they. Other Sons, the something Other Sons. No, no, I'd have to look. One second, I want. I'm just gonna look because I I, I need to. Know. Um, like Edge of Nowhere. Fuck, where is it? Anyways, they're making us. Uh, Feral Rights is the third one that they've made. They're all apparently quite good. Uh, people like them. But this one sounds like a little more open world, like freeform exploration y. I'm curious to see what it There's is. There's a game Anyways. I found the other day, Jameson, called Article.1, and it's from the creators of the Metro series. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with it. It's a shooting gallery game. Oh. Yeah. There's also something I... that looks interesting called TSA Frisky. Which looks. <laughs> I saw that in your library. <laughs> that looks like a weird, stupid, pay, uh, papers please type thing, which I'm going to give a go. Ah, uh, okay. What do you want to transition onto? Lawbreakers is done. Radical Heights is done. We're talking about it, Ben. Okay, so I don't give a shit. So it's it, like it's pretty common now that we saw Lawbreakers was dead on arrival. Like, and it's it's, it's not. It's more so. It's not about. 
and it's just it's it it is this this zeitgeist of it's cool to hate, and it yes, it's, it's awful. It's too bad because, like, it, Cliffy B's been doomed because he's he's a dick. Eh, he's not even that bad, honestly. No, he's not. Like he's a he big guy, he's got a big mouth. Yeah. Like, I think he's sad. Video, people play games because they like games. Uh, that's something I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Make, makes sense. But also, the, it seems like the majority of people on the internet that play games also fucking hate games. Yeah. yeah. And they just get, like, diamond-hard erections over shitting on everything that gets announced. Yeah. And wanting fucking every game, every person making games, to burn a fiery <laughs> hell. Like, just... They just want everything to burn to ash. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wait, I thought you guys are... Uh, wait, don't we... Why are, are you we here? All just in this because, aren't we all just in this because we like games? Come on. Uh, God. The fucking Battlefield Five stuff makes me so mad. I haven't, oh I haven't even been looking even, at it. I try to avoid all this bullshit as much as I can. I need to do better. I need to just like turn off YouTube comments or something. Uh, Cliffy B Studio should not have... Exp- should not have gone under like they you know they made some bad choices sure like they came to a genre late with the hero shooter and that sort of is bad luck yeah the the extent to which lawbreakers failed is mind-boggling and incomprehensible i I, i've said this a thousand times in our discord i'll never get over it i will never get there's literally no one left playing that game literally no one. you can give me like a list of all the reasons why you think it failed and it will never in my opinion equal the devastation it got for its player count because like no matter like i feel like cliffy b should have been able to come out and just but be i don't know like a flat-out racist to the world, and I still feel like more people should have still been playing game, Lawbreakers. That game is still pulled ten people, ten no, like a hundred people, at least two hundred people. There's a lot of people playing video games. There's millions yeah. and millions of players, and people are like, "Well, like people um, hated it." What's it called? What's the, what's the Quake thing? Quake Champions. Yeah. I'm just looking up the current numbers for Quake. They have six hundred and sixty-seven people playing right yeah. now. Like that's that's not good. No, uh, but that's what I would expect from Lawbreakers. Instead, it has there are nine people playing Lawbreakers right it's now, which honestly that, is like, a lot more than I, I think. It's just it the probability of like how many players there are, I know. how fine and pretty fun the game is, and like mm-hmm, even yeah. though people are like like Ben was saying about YouTubers just shitting on it, there's always outliers of human beings who ignore that yeah. and push through. But where are they? I don't <laughs> where know. are the players for Lawbreakers? Why did no one want to play Lawbreakers? I, I don't, don't know. know, man. Ne- and never. Radical Heights like seemed decent. Like people seemed to like it enough. You know, it had like five or six hundred players, uh, but like it was. I don't know. It was good. I, I, I like I, I'll ne- I, that is I one know. thing I'm gonna have a hard time letting go of. It was man. Radical Heights had everything going for it, and uh, yeah, that's that's always. It pisses me off. Like I, I think I, I said this before to you guys. It it pisses me off that they even put that game out. Mm. Yeah. Like, why would you even, like, you know, you're like, you need it to be the Hail Mary of Hail Marys, which is a sports yeah. reference, by the way. And <laughs> it's just, it's really disappointing that they even put it out there just, yeah. just to let it die. It, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they needed it to be like 
I, first of all, it was free to play, which like it was I, it was never going to generate a lot of money to begin with. But like they needed it to come out and get like the micro like there needed to be hundred thousand people buying stuff in that game for like a month straight to save that studio. It seems like considering it was so put together in the last minute to save the studio, and it's just like you know. 80% of the game was like unfinished, you know, non-existent textures yes. and like very extreme early access, you yes. know. Uh, and of course it didn't generate a lot of cash. Because like, you, you put never... out a free extreme yeah. early access. Like charge $5, get something from the, because I didn't yeah. pay a cent for it. I didn't, yeah. pay, I didn't pay a cent for it. And I love that I game. I mean, yeah, like let's be, uh, one of the, one of the reasons that studio doesn't exist is because people are lo- just love hating things. But the <laughs> other reason is like they made bad business decisions. Yeah, those two like, don't go together. Straight well. up. No, no. no. Um, but yeah, Ben, you and I have talked about it a few times. Just this, this, this like uninformed, these fucking I'm videos. Ed- I'm fucking edgy because this is why, just, this like, is why you should hate misinformation. Yeah. 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 Like, Lawbreakers clone or uh, Overwatch clone Lawbreakers fails. It's like it's not an Overwatch clone. Not even like, close. They're like, not even close. Like it's like, or like Battlefield has Anthem classes. is doomed, and yeah. it's like why are you making a video called Anthem is doomed when there's nothing known about that game? Like, like, wh- like, like oh, I this fucking it's cool to be edgy bullshit. It's just, it's so lame because you don't oh, have I taste. Know. You do, then you don't have someone else. Is st- it's the whole point. You hate so you, childish. You, you hate big game because big game is trying to sell you something. But so then you go or because to, big game has a lady in it. Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, th- <laughs> big game has thing, and then yeah, yeah, YouTube yeah. is like, no, listen to me. Big game is evil, and then it's like, oh yeah, fuck you, big game. I'm gonna listen yeah. with the other ten million fucking dweebs that are agreeing with Mister Tween Dexland YouTuber sixty nine <laughs> Fortnite Master about with hating Battlefield subscribers. Yeah, about hating fucking Battlefield Five. It's like fuck off with this shit and just like fig have an original thought and develop yeah. some original taste and play a game that you don't like that you don't know anything about. Like just fucking do something that is original and don't fucking dunk on something when you don't know anything about it. It it really yes. makes it, it upsets. That's what I hate the most. Yeah. Is like, oh, Battlefield Five has been announced. You know, here's a two minute trailer with no real info, and it's like the trailer looks fucking oh. great. Okay, first of all, a yeah, the trailer looked great. I'm sold. Yeah. But like, there's not a lot of info out on that game. Why don't you wait until you see a gameplay demo? Why don't you wait until you play the beta of it? Because they always do a free beta, you know, and it lasts a week. Like this, yeah. There's just like everyone just wants. I feel like on the internet, they just want every game. To, they just want to pounce on it and shit on it yeah. and drown it in their own shit. <laughs> like <laughs> they just want everything to die. And I don't get it. Like, I've always been an optimist with games yeah. because I want them to be good. Like, I don't why, don't understand why people want all these games to fail. Like, they have this hate boner out for companies. But it's like, video games are a fucking business. Mm, yeah. Like, get over it. Yeah. Enjoy the games. Yeah. You know, and call out the ones that do it wrong, like Battlefront. Like, you know, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And it's like, Ugh. and it's like, what, what fucking game do you want? What game do yeah. you want? I don't know. I don't know what it is. They want Fortnite, apparently. Yeah, I don't understand the vitriol towards optional content, which is yeah, games. I you don't, don't get it you don't have to play them. 
Like, we see a lot with, like, the Sea of Thieves stuff was really confusing to me. Like, people were so mad. It's yeah, like, I don't get it. So what are you, what are you upset about? Play something else. <laughs> Just go, fuck. Yeah, go like, outside and make a friend and then play with that friend. Yeah. And also, yeah. also go the to... The reality is, yeah, that's the big go, part. Go on like, Twitter oh, and yeah. learn that you can play it for fucking free. Like, that's what I don't get either. Like, you could have played yeah. it... For if you if you knew anything about Sea of Thieves, you could have played it for free. But instead, yeah. you were uneducated and bought the game for eighty dollars or whatever you paid for it, and then got pissed off at it. Like you were obviously, or just got pissed off at it because you saw other people were. Mad. Yeah, it's like, like you were you were negligent awful. enough to not know about Game Pass. You were, and so you were, and so that tells me that you shouldn't know enough about the game. If you knew about Sea of Thieves, you should know about Game Pass. If you know about Sea of Thieves and don't know about Game Pass, then you are ignorant enough to to not to not be able to care about what isn't quote unquote isn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I. You can't get mad at the game if you don't even know that fucking Game Pass existed. Yeah, you can get mad at the game if you do your work, like do your research. Like, I bought Sea of Thieves. I played like forty hours of it, and I've got problems with sea of thieves you know and i've got disappointments with sea of thieves but like i know what i'm talking about now you know uh you know i played all mass effect andromeda just to fucking know Mm -hmm. for sure right like yeah it's i need to turn off fucking youtube comments and hide twitch chat permanently get rid of thumbnails get rid of twitch chat and hide thumbnails on youtube yes preferably like block some channels I uh bec- i think it's I'm just, just exhausting kinda, i'm kind of like i don't go to to i don't i don't actually look out for any reviews no, and, and youtube either. is the worst like you think you think Ugh. gaming journalism is the cesspool for reviews on video games it's youtube no offense <laughs> YouTube you videos no, are so bad yeah no offense to you boys for doing your roundups but like f- like individual game reviews right now by one person like you can just go ahead like just fuck oh, off. they're awful like, like throw it in the garbage <sighs> yeah i <laughs> and the battlefield 5 shit is so embarrassing like it's oh embarrassing on for human beings as a whole as a species like just nuke us get us off the fucking actually universe. i haven't seen like, any of that so i don't really know it's literally people are furious that there's a woman that there is a woman in in world war ii yeah. just like they were furious when there was a black man in battlefield one like it's these oh we can't get into this we cannot get into this it's a gaming podcast let's move on yeah it's just it's Uh. embarrassing it embarrasses me to be a human that likes video games uh and i it's awful and 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 we're gonna see so much of it next week with e3 you know anthem's gonna get a big demo and it's gonna be like oh can't wait for all the fucking microtransactions to ruin the game and it's like why don't you wait until it's out you dumb piece of shit and then (laughs) complain once you played it and it's like and and Oh, I had I had a beat there, um, and it tied into how oh you think it's a, I think when the heat was coming out about Battlefield Five had a female lead, I, like I thought it was a I thought I saw like people reacting to the hate and I hadn't seen the hate yet and I was like so this is like this is the satire like uh of <laughs> yeah the, the Onion this, article yeah this is the satire oh but the exaggeration gamers right? hate Battlefield Five because there's a lady yeah. on the box art yeah. it's like yeah. this is not the Onion thirteen <laughs> year old gaming virgins don't know how to compute a woman on a video game cover and that's what I thought <laughs> yeah. the satire was and then lo and behold I'm seeing just like I go to the defend the house Twitter so I can kind of see oh more about the gaming like it's a more of a gaming feed on that Twitter and whole yeah, like. Yeah. I am seeing countless people trying to defend the game from just this onslaught of fucking, like, just 
troll so accounts that are just going in on it. I'm like, this is real. Yeah. They, the people are actually defending the game sincerely because people it's are what? sincerely. It's, <laughs> it's it, like it's it, true. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just it's overwhelming how backwards like like how backwards progress is going, and people think it's correct, and it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm I'm done with it. Yeah. I think Battlefield Five looks awesome. <laughs> I think it looks. Oh man, that's like. I think like, that's, everything they've said about it sounds awesome, and that trailer was cool, and that lady is cool. The game and... rants like that trailer rants so like, and you can say it was a trailer, but you know, like that trailer ran so engine. well. Yeah, in engine yeah, yeah. ran well, smooth as fuck. It seemed like they really I'm, sanded I'm it really down. Excited for and it. yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. Oh, I think it's gonna run like a dream. I'm Battlefield just... Five seems like a good reaction to the number of people that said BF One was too casual. Mm. Yeah. You know, it it looks uh, reading up on like the the gameplay changes. It sounds like they are making it, you know, better in a lot of cool ways. So I look forward. We'll talk about you know. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. E3 stuff. But look, I look forward to seeing it on Saturday. I agree. Lot. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, uh, we talked about Sea of Thieves. Uh, sea of Thieves, obviously. The Hungering uh, Deep. We have some more content out for Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. Hungry Deep's actually wrapping up in a couple weeks. Yeah, the and, campaign uh, is yeah. going. Oh, away. it's time limited. Yep. Yeah. All the rewards, tattoos, oh. ship. Oh, I have no sure idea. The, the, the ship. The ship will. The yeah. The figurehead I think is limited time. But yes. they sh- there, sh- there are ship cosmetics tied to Hungry Deep that actually make your ship look ridiculously amazing. Mm. It's black, red, and, it's black, black, red, one, and, yeah. and shark teeth, and uh, it's actually permanent. Though uh, okay. So okay, so good. those are going to be around. Uh, for a while but but yeah it's, no, it's, it's, i think i think as a first content update that that was it was okay yeah. it was decent yeah i think the actual quest was very tacked on uh, and lazy yeah but, a little too much back and forth on that quest yeah. and yeah i think the problem was uh there did seem to be some kind of interesting puzzle elements but because they dangled such a delicious treat at the end of the the puzzle which we all yeah. knew like there yeah. wasn't going to be a lot of people who were patient enough to be like, you know what, I'll solve this little puzzle and I'll, I'll get to the Megalodon in my own time. It was like, no, it's, we're all so eager yeah. to see this new AI because it sounds amazing. And it was. And it was. But you can't... That fight was great. You can't really make people do manual busy yeah. work before that without expecting them to just go on Reddit and find out how it's yeah. done. They should have... They should absolutely not have... The extent to which they spoiled the end of the surprise... Uh, they need to keep it more secret. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but it's uh, too good for time. branding. Like you can't not put a you're right. Like, on there. You're right. Like they need to get people back in their game, yeah. and I think that DLC did a good job of doing that. But I wish that there had been a bit more of a surprise to it instead of like, oh, there's going to be a big megalodon fight at the end. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a good. It was fun. That was a fun cinematic final battle. It, you it know? was really yeah. good. I I went back and I watched it, was, it again yeah. because I was like finding a little Facebook highlight thing. Yeah. And because you're kind of in the moment and a bit uh, focused on getting the job done. Just watching it again, I was like, wow, this is actually really neat and something that I've never yeah. seen in a video game before, at least uh, multiplayer wise. Yeah, it was good. Sea of Thieves continues to provide fun, unique PV. PVE experiences mm-hmm. like multiplayer co-op experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like the thing. I was you good. I was gonna say I like where when the the lines blur between PVE and PVP. Yeah. We've seen a lot more yeah. of that this year, and we'll probably talk about it in a second Definitely. when we transition on to Destiny Two stuff. But I'll let you go, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the two real uh, draws for me. The two really thing. The two really big things I was surprised with with the Hungering Deep because we we beat it 
in an evening <laughs> we did the whole thing yeah it was like um, barely two three hours that really sh- shone out to me were how it uh it wasn't as as shallow as it's been it forced you to know yeah puns it knew it forced you to, <laughs> to try and understand or know a little bit about the lore like it asked you or told it, it <laughs> yeah. told you to go to a to a certain bartender at a certain outpost which is like what like what? yeah and just like <laughs> that'd be like that'd be like getting destiny to like asking like something about the fucking worm god yeah and you're like wait 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 wait. you've never said that we needed to pay attention to any of this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's uh, like, so i thought that was I but thought, it's like fine tina it's like who the fuck yeah. is tina <laughs> exactly so it was like it, that to me <laughs> these characters have names what like my ears are perked up a bit now to to know or to be more a little bit more wary about what's going on around yeah. okay yeah, because yeah. Jo- joe and i found that uncharted island <laughs> in, in the previous mm. sea of thieves stream for the hungering deep um, and that helped us. Oh yeah, like, we knew. Yeah, like we, prior knowledge definitely helped yeah. you there. Yeah. And 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 that was uh, that to me was really really cool. The fact that they really leaned into that uh, things that th- like there is more here than what there seems to be. Uh, yeah, which gives them uh, a really good arsenal of tools to work with in creating the stories around the things that people don't know are out there in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I really liked about it was, um, the fact like. It was kind of magical having that day of ceasefire, and then to yeah, have I loved uh, it. to have that collaboration for the megalodon fight with with other ships yeah. forced cooper. It was it didn't force cooperation, but it encouraged it, and it seemed like it really galvanized. I think what the base of Sea of Thieves players are, which are role players, mm-hmm. like you yeah. as a player, and are, people that are relatively passive. I think for the yeah, most part, a pass- lot of people in that game, yeah. Have. Passive and understand the role that you play while you're playing Sea of Thieves. You have to needing f- needing five people to summon the shark was very smart. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was a very very cool thing. So we had, we had, it was three ships all together. Four. Yeah. Th- four. Yeah. We had uh, well, four. Yeah. Three sloops and us on the yeah. galleon, and I think there were two people on each sloop. So yeah. and so what was, nine players in total? Yeah. Like? And so like yeah, you think about that. That's a minimum three. Like that's a minimum three crews, but it ended up being four ships. Like it's just. Really, really cool way to rally uh, collaboration between uh, strangers, and I thought that was just really, really neat. And I'll be interested to see how they manage to. Hopefully, do, do more of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, really excited for the the weekly randomized adventure. Yes. You're talking about what the, the next one is. It's a skull throne. Skeleton thrones, and I think it's kind of going to be like a platforming thing where they're going to be up high in the world, hmm. and you need to use cannons Jesus. to fire yourself up. And they also I said there's some. That sounds, some that I never even cool. thought about the sky. Yeah, and they said some sort of collaboration with other players as well, which I don't know what that means yet. Neat. But that's after. Yeah, I look uh, forward E3. to seeing what their like weekly up. You know, they've said they're going to start weekly events. I'm curious to see what those are like, and what their next DLCs releases are like. Because yeah. obviously, you know, this one was close to release, and the first and even second DLCs are never going to be all that interesting because they've only had so much time to make mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, I you know, Sea of Thieves is one of those games that I like enough about it and want it to be. I don't know. I want more from it. Maybe let's say I don't know. I was gonna say I want it to be better, but I think I just want more from it. And so I will, and I own it. So I continue. I will continue. I'll boot that game up once a month for three hours happily for another year or two. Yeah, you know? I really um, I like that support format. Uh, Monster yeah. Hunt is doing the same thing. You do the the basics in the game. And then there's nothing wrong with putting the game down and coming back once a week or once every two weeks. 
I would mm-hmm. I would actually yeah. like that to be how Destiny was formed rather than waiting six months and then playing it for three days and then waiting another six months. I'm really excited <laughs> for the idea of like me and Ben, if you want to join, of course, just hopping on maybe once every week and just seeing what little distraction they have added to us. And then just, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when Hitman was out, now I have mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. I just like games that support it in an event format where you get to come back for a couple hours every week. I just that's a fun way to support a game, I think. Yeah, totally. It's the way to do it. <laughs> like it's there have been enough games that have done it that way that have been successful that it's like this is the smartest way to do it is lots of little things uh to keep people going constantly. Yeah. And yeah, Monster Hunter, Jesus Christ. It's been like 6 months and they're still or yeah, I guess yeah, I guess almost, it was a January release, right? So it was almost 6 months Yeah, now. I, I killed mm-hmm. everything in that game and now there's three new big there's boys more. that I haven't taken down. Wow. So I look forward to that. Yeah. And then Destiny also got DLC in May. Um they put out the Warmind expansion. Expansion. Which- yeah, I think that's, you know, generous, uh, as it has always been for the $20 DLCs. Yeah. Uh, expansion is a generous term for mm-hmm. it. Uh, it should really be... Just, DLC. I don't know. Well, just yeah, the word I mean, DLC. You know, whatever. It's just branding bullshit mm-hmm. anyways. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, as the person that plays the most Destiny, uh, I would say that Warmind is actually pretty good, I okay. think. Um, the story is terrible. The campaign missions are not very interesting and two of the five are strikes or I, the strikes really or campaign liked missions. The end I don't know. Boss, which... I will say that. Something I hadn't seen yeah. Destiny do on that scale, which might be because I skipped Taken King, but I really like the Worm God boss. Spoiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Worm God is a fun final boss, you know, from a design perspective. From a lore perspective, it's just them destroying their lore really... continually. <laughs> Because the worm gods are like the most powerful entities in the universe, like <laughs> you take it down and like it's unbelievable. And you literally just kill one person with a with an assault rifle <laughs> shooting at it, and you're like, uh, whatever. Like Destiny's lore stuff is an, uh, uh, too much to talk yeah. about. But like, so the campaign's garbage. Uh, it's just awful. Like in terms of writing and story stuff, it's so bad. Um, the only cool part of that campaign is right at the end when you hear Rasputin. Uh, speaking, mm-hmm. yeah, in his cool and robot, like, robot voice, he's got an ego on him. He's like, no one as yeah. good as me. He's, I'm like, shit. He's a Rasputin's always been an interesting character, and they expand on him, and they don't do what they did in Curse of Osiris, which is take an interesting character, do nothing with him, and then basically write them out. Mm. Like they, they don't get rid of Rasputin in this, which is good. Uh, but it's they've done a good job of like redirecting the ship like they've they've continued to do it over the last three or four months of like their communication Bungie's communication is good they've done good sandbox updates to the game they've got the ship pointed in the right direction for the first time in a long while i think and they've wore mind they you know they made the grind maybe a little out of balance because there's still not enough stuff to do to get new to get up in power level mm-hmm. Um, like you still basically just do your milestones and then that's it. And like, when did that DLC come out? Like three weeks ago, four even almost, um, Uh, May 8th, I think. Mm. Um, like I'm only the, the prior level cap was 335. I'm only at 368. I don't know. Uh, And the new level cap is 385 and it's like, okay, so it's going to take me like, I'm not doing the raid. So, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle in terms of how involved I am with Destiny, but it's like, 
it's still going to take me like seven weeks of doing the milestone once a week to get to the max level, which is sort of annoying. I don't think that's the right blend, but, um, but I think like they're, they're 66 hours in PVE. Okay. Sorry. I just saw that. Um, uh, the, the horde mode thing is fun. It's neat. It's a good addition. It's challenging. It's chaotic. You get good gear from it. There's good stuff to work towards, like grind towards, um, lots of like good sandbox changes the the warmind dlc like on its surface like if you just do what you did joe which is basically just play the campaign and do the strikes you're like and the event eh, and the, the adventures were, the, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. and the adventures yeah the strikes were good yes um i like the strikes a lot but i think as a whole like for the it's clear that they're definitely starting to build and with the new dlc reveal it's clear that they're building this game for the people like me or even more than me that play this game constantly you know it's They've got it going in the right direction, which is, hey, you want to play lots of Destiny? Here are lots of little things to chase after, Um, which is good. That's what they should be doing. And uh, yeah, and then just today, to date this podcast, uh, they revealed the the big uh, Taken King-esque expansion pack that will be out uh, in September Mm -hmm. for Destiny 2. And it's... I'd call it a relaunch. I would call it a relaunch almost. Well, yeah, just like the Taken 2.0. King, like it, it, it's, yeah. it is. I mean, it's literally 2.0. Like that's the patch number. That it was the same with Destiny. It was 2.0 update. Um, but it also, like, yeah, sort of whatever. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Spiritually, it is 2.0. Yeah, yeah. like the let's re, let's try this again uh, with Destiny, and that DLC looks really good. Yeah. Uh, I think. They did a really um, good job of that vid doc, whoever, however you pronounce it. Yeah. They were like the really excited in it. You could like wasn't acting. Yeah. They were like they didn't beat around the bush about uh, kind of letting the ball slip, but they were like everything you've wanted yeah. is here, and there was like a an element of confidence to it, which I I actually really enjoyed. They were kind of giddy in the in the thing, and they were just like this is awesome, and they were very mm. loving what they've made. Yeah, the whole reveal was handled really well. Like, normally Bungie, like, they're famous for teasing, right? And drawing things out for way too long. And when it comes to Destiny, you cannot do that with the content. Like, it's there's not enough of it. They spent, like, four weeks talking about Curse of Osiris when there was almost nothing in that <laughs> DLC, right? This, they said on Friday, they're like, oh, by the way, we're revealing the big-ass DLC next week. And then it's Tuesday, and it literally, the stream starts... First thing they show is a 10-minute video with the developers talking about the DLC and what's in it, what their goals are. And I agree. It was a really good reveal. There are lots of faces, like human beings that make the game, developers there talking about the game, talking about what they did wrong, and being, like you said, excited. Like the two leads, they're like, we really like our game. Mm -hmm. We want the game to be good. We're listening. We know we've been fucking it up for four years. <laughs> we'll try. We're we're doing our best. You know, we're gonna try and do it right this time for real again. Uh, and yeah, it's, it was a good. It was a good reveal. Yeah. I think it got a lot of people really excited, uh, which is good. Destiny needs that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the other pricing stuff with the annual pass. I don't think they should have talked about the annual pass today. But whatever, so be it. Um, the DLC itself sounds really neat, you know? Two new zones, one of them built around endgame activities, which looks really different, like, visually. Uh, 
tons of new gear, like a full redux of most of the system, like the behind, you know, the menus and stuff. Yeah, the weapon. Which is what Destiny One got. The weapon stuff sounds really good. Um, Like those are the changes that are more interesting long term because Destiny One got the same thing, you know, with the Taken King. It was like here's the DLC, but also for everyone, here's like basically a remake of Destiny One. You know, they. They changed the voice actor for Ghost. Hmm. They reincorporated the DLCs and rewrote basically the whole campaign and gave out everything quests in Destiny 1 and turned it like restructured the whole campaign and changed how you like completely changed how you level up. And they're doing that again here, which is good. They're going to add Ben, they're adding bulk shader deletion finally. Oh my took God. Them a, it's so took dumb. them a year. <laughs> Jesus, it's dumb. Yeah, it is. Um, and then there's that new PVE and PVP combined mode, yeah. which seems neat. I was really surprised. Uh, I was, yeah, I was watching that and I was like, "That's really kind of creative and interesting." Like it's it, kind yeah. of not PVP. It's just kind of two people doing PVE side by side. But there's yeah. the one uh, little twist. But where you, can you can invade. invade. <laughs> that's so interesting yeah. to me. Yeah really smart like that's the type of stuff that i want Uh, i don't ever want to play pvp in that game ever fucking again because it's so bad but mixing in competitive pvp with your big normal sort of prison of elders-esque pve Mm -hmm. stuff seems super smart um yeah there's not much to talk about with that dlc um i mean there is if you like really were to go into it like there. They're adding new supers, optional supers to all the classes. There's nine new supers that are coming in. Like that's yeah, cool. Yeah, they all look really cool. They all look neat. The bow seems interesting. Oh, yeah. That yeah, bow looks awesome. That uh, voiceless city or whatever the fuck it's called seems really neat mm-hmm. in terms of how like end game zone. Uh, it, it, yeah, I. I mean, I, I I'm never gonna go away from Destiny. It's too committed, right? <laughs> but like they've they needed they still they need this DLC to be very good with the hardcore community. And the initial impression uh, is that the hardcore community is like, "Fuck yeah, this looks mm-hmm. awesome. Let's yeah. go." Um, good. I feel like I feel like they need it and they deserve it. I don't know any of <laughs> yeah. these people. I don't have any friends who are among the hardcore. You're the closest that I know, I, Jameson. Yeah, I'm the closest. And yeah. I feel like those people have been like a, almost abused <laughs> mentally for the last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, mentally for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like they deserve a apology in the form of a good game update. Yeah. I feel bad for them. And it look it looks like it's going to be that, which is good. Mm-hmm. Thank fucking god. <laughs> Well, better late than never. Please don't, mm-hmm. please don't do it all again next year and ship Destiny Three as a train wreck. Like, holy shit! I, I mean, where they go next with Destiny is a complete mystery to me. And also, like, the most important question really is like, what do they do next year with Destiny? What is next yeah. fall? Curb your enthusiasm. Music cue in. Uh... <laughs> we'll see. Anyways, it's nice to feel good about Destiny again. Like that DLC, the new one is is decent. Like it's kept me going. They've added new stuff that I want to get, and that big DLC in September looks like it's going to occupy. It's, I'm gonna get my money's worth. Yeah. Wait a second. 
I, I look forward to it a lot because it's three days before Spider-Man. And I just think that sounds like a good calendar week of That gaming. sounds like, yeah, the perfect amount of time for you to finish the campaign and do some of the quests that come after the campaign and then do the strikes and be done with Destiny for another and six months. Spoonamoo! Yeah. yeah. Cannot wait. As we roll towards the two hours, hour mark wow 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 listen we took a big break between podcasts we're giving a, a big podcast to the people who enjoy them yeah we were only going to do a 90 minute podcast but that went down the drain yes yeah. which is fine there, there, there's a lot of topics a lot, a lot of stuff has happened joe do the plugs or do you want me to do the you, plugs mate this is your show i was only memeing at the beginning then you're so good at plugs yeah. <laughs> you are do them. Joe is just like a robot when he does them. He has no enthusiasm for it anymore. Yeah, dead inside, and at least my yeah. dead inside has a little bit of color to it. It's kind of the exactly. thing I got. I can't for me. Because you go outside. Joe I do. Outside Man, I just want to yeah. argue back, but I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with a single thing. Um, I need to go outside today. I mean, Jameson's called it. He's away from his. He's away from it. There he is. Uh, J- Joe, I, I didn't go outside today either, and it kills me. Boys. Uh, end it so I can end yeah. everything. I mean, go eat dinner. Uh, <laughs> Before we go, uh, Jameson, what's for dinner? I don't have any idea. That's why I'm ready to go. Mm. I need to figure it out. I've got a full fridge, though, so I'll be okay. Okay, that's good to know. When in uh, doubt, mm, I don't know. I've got stuff for tacos. It's a good fall. It's a good. We had tacos last night. Taco Tuesday, boys. It's a good call. Yeah. Oh, it is Tuesday. All right. I'll have tacos. All right. All right. Folks, if you made it this far into the podcast, uh, we had a tremendous May. I just want to take a quick opportunity to thank everybody who tuned in during our boosted month. (laughs) Um, Tremendous, tremendous reception. Uh, Really happy with the amount of mainstays that we got. Really feels like we got a good sense of community, Joe. I think you can agree with that. Yeah, good month. Good month for the channel. Yeah. So um, we hope that uh, now that we've got you in the door, we hope you'll stick around, listen to us ramble uh, on the podcast. Maybe you'll check out Trapped, check out URL, check out the series. Oh. Like, but be, beyond the, the live streams. The, beyond? Beyond, <laughs> beyond the no. live streams. Uh, there is a, there's video content on the channel as well, and we hope that you enjoyed that. Maybe check it out. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash defendthehouse. And join our Discord. Interact with us on the fly. We're, we're constantly... Uh, this is... I'll, I'll speak positively of it. We're constantly uh, accessible on Discord for the most part. So make sure that you join our Discord. Discord.gg slash defend the house. Once again, thanks everyone for an incredible month of May. Future's looking bright. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on our jam-packed... Uh, beefy Oof. boy big boy season about to kick off edition of the defend the house podcast i'm ben and for joe and jameson we will see you next time